Hey everybody, you found Rebirth. My name is Kate Brenton. I'm the creator of this podcast. I have been fascinated with people's stories since I've been little, whether it was as a child reading a book in the tree, as a writer, or as a teacher. Today we talk a little bit about the magic and the mundane, little observations that can bring more magic into your everyday. I have two offerings right now. The first one is on March 3rd. It's called The Golden Thread, an intentional evening with the creative. With so much information and change afoot, I mean, who isn't affected by whatever it is that we're living through in this historical moment? It's deeply important to be able to tune in to what is right and being asked of you by you. So you can go to my webpage, katebrenton.com, sign up for the golden thread. It's an evening of wisdom sharing, a little bit of meditation and, and writing. And the writing, if you haven't let yourself kind of go into a community experience to write, which you can share, choose to share or not share, there's something that happens in the synergy of a group. And this is a great safe space because you get to do it from the coziness of your home um, to, to jump in. So we really wish and invite you we wish we wish you're there (laughs) and we also invite you to um pick up the golden thread because we all have a golden thread that weaves through our stories and sometimes we know where it's leading and sometimes we need to pause and find the pattern the other offer i have is to step into the spiral this is a six-week immersion with me it's a journey from proving your worth to alchemizing your gold the best way I can say to let yourself suspend linear, modern, overachieving wisdom that is asking us to come into a more holistic, connected, natural, ancient way of being in the modern day. So module one is learning how to listen to our intuition and module two is how to hold our power because sometimes when we hear things and we know we have an idea of what we need to do, it can be really scary to do it. And module three is opening to elemental wisdom, starting to learn how to get feedback from your environment. Module four is the sacred pause. Module five, we talk about the courage to care because now our eyes are open and we're seeing things and sometimes that can be a moment that can make us, ooh, And then last week, we weave it in and walk on. We give each other an action step, a plan to walk forward into the spiral, right? Because we're here to learn. We're not here to, I was going to say earn. (laughs) Actually, like we don't have to earn our right to be here. We're here to learn why we came. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Hi, family. Thanks for tuning in to Rebirth. I am going to keep talking to you guys about intuition because it keeps coming up. It's almost it's almost as if in this information age that has so many cool things for us, the internal voice is even more necessary. And when I find that when I kind of click into a topic, it then starts to reveal itself everywhere. So I want to talk to you about gifts that you don't really want. Have you ever had someone tell you that they want to give you something or do something for you and you love their intention? You're like, yes, that feels so good, but it's not helpful. The gift isn't helpful. And something in you tells you that it's not. And then depending on who you are, some people have this boundary really down and they're like, yeah, no, I said, no, Kate, I don't even know why you're making this a podcast. Uh, I'll tell you that for me, I can see the intent 
and how it should be keyword should be so good and helpful and something's telling me that this isn't really right but it should be right and the person's saying it's right you know that person could be your boss it could be your partner it could be your neighbor it could be somebody you don't really know that's telling you that what you think you know you feel could be right when you weren't even paying attention you're just kind of cruising along and you were like having a great day and then this gift this moment this other interpretation um this other opinion is presented to you and you're like yeah i don't think so but then you're like mm. but it's really nice you want to help me and you must have my best interest at heart so yeah when that happens maybe we need to stop assuming best interest at heart now it doesn't have to be malicious not that somebody doesn't have your best interest at heart or or maybe they do have the, your best interest or the, you know, whatever, but your voice, the whole point of this is that your voice is telling you to pay attention. I'm going to give you a really simple example. I'm a big dog person. Okay. Super huge dog person. Recently was walking along this um, canal bike path. Great, fun, covered in snow. I had my dog with me. And if you're a dog owner or walker, you're going to hear where the story is going really, really quickly. And if you're not just just pay attention because the metaphor, uh, or stay with me because the metaphor carries. So I'm walking and I can see there's two um, golden labs. They're beautiful animals. Um, and they're walking and they're not under control. Like they are beautiful and lovely and large. And the two people walking them, one definitely does not have control of the dog. That one of theirs, one's a male, one's a female. And it looks like the male might own both of the dogs just by the way, he's walking with the dog he's walking with. You can just tell energetically. And so I'm walking and it's snowy and icy and I have my toddler and I'm like, you know, my dog is really friendly, but it's not really great when you have an older dog that's just kind of keeping her path and you have these two huge ginormous flamboyant dogs and everyone's on a leash, which restricts the dog from being able to engage naturally right? Because now the dog's dealing tangentially with your energy, with the other human's energy and their own energy, as opposed to just being three dogs on a path, they would have worked it out, no problem. Okay. So I'm like, you know, I pull over because I have a toddler and I just like life a little easier. And the way that I have to pull over, there's like this little inlet with like some bushes. And so I just kind of like pull over and the man yells ahead at me. You don't have to do that. They're fine. You don't need to hide in the bushes. And I chose to take on his like, you know, shaming me. And he was walking past me and I came out of the bushes and it was the person behind the, the woman who I don't believe owned the dog, uh, lost control of the dog. And the man turned around and looked at me and I go, I couldn't help it. I go, yeah, I saw that coming. And I grabbed my dog and my toddler. Now, it wasn't a ferocious dog, but do we need to make life more difficult? Do you know? And I, I thought about, I could have just stayed. This is not a big example. One of the common themes in this podcast is I give you really minute examples because those, those, those you can take in your pocket and keep them there. And you can like, you know, kind of like a worry stone, like a talisman, use them, however, for later. So we keep going on our walk and when we turn around, you know, naturally, cause it's like a, you, you, there's not a circle to the walk. Like, you know, it's a canal. So you walk so far, you turn around, come back. And when we came back, the man had possession of both of the dogs. And when he walked past, he wouldn't look at me, but the woman who lost control of her dog, she looks at me and she goes, I'm so sorry. I go, oh no, no, it's okay. And it was okay. 
Because you know what? Intuition happens in whispers. It doesn't have to be, if, if we pay attention, those little things that really aren't significant, meaning, you know, we could be making huge major decisions that in, involve contracts and other lives and heavy machinery and job changes or health and, right? But if we don't practice the rightness of our own voice in the places that no harm is coming, it's really hard. It can be, not is, it can be more difficult to stand in the righteousness of your own worth, your own perspective that is grounded in what is best for you. And I truly believe this because I see it again and again. When we stand in what is best for ourselves, not necessarily what we want, not necessarily like what we're attached to, that's something different. But when we stand in like, "Mm -hmm, this is really the best, this is the best holistically, interconnectedly, uh, responsibly. This is the best responsibly as my life shows up, understanding that my life is connected and interconnected with all. When you stand up for what is the best for you, it has this uncanny way of unfurling and helping others. Because the truth is the truth. No matter how we want to break something, how we want to misinterpret something intentionally or because we're human and we have our own filters of our own life. Let's go back to like somebody that wants to give you a gift. Maybe you have the courage to tell them, I love what you gave me, but I'm actually allergic to chocolate. They can go, oh my gosh, I actually was going to get you the vanilla cupcake. I could have listened to myself. Thank you so much for telling me. This week, let's listen and have the courage to speak it. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for tuning in and supporting Rebirth. If this is the year you're ready to drop the shoulds and open to what is waiting for you, be sure to check out our digital courses at katebrenton.com. This year, we open our group coaching journey to step out of line and into the spiral. Remember who you really are. This six-week journey will help you reconnect to your intuition and hold your power easier said than done, and have the courage to live the life you were born for. It sounds big. It starts simple. Find out more at capebrenton.com.